ladies and gentlemen, let's get Yes, we're back. It's Raps on TV, reporting on the best on news in boxing. Uh, it's quite weekend, but entertaining weekend. You know, we saw the return of the man himself, uh, Errol Spence Jr. Um, here talking about it again with my guy, Tom. What's going on, Tom? You cool? Yeah, I'm good, man. Just a shame we can't share a dragon style face-to-face over this one. <laughs> yeah, not, not to worry, there'll be... <laughs> There'll be more, plenty of the opportunities of the, to do that over the year, mate. Um, so yeah, it's no no worries at all. How you feeling? You good? Yeah, I'm good. Struggling on lots of work. What about yourself? Yeah, the same. Well, you know, it's that start of year. I'm sure everybody, even the listeners, are going through it. That early year slog from zero to one hundred, mate. So um, yeah, <laughs> waiting for that January payday as well. So uh, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> It's all good. So listen, we'll get it. So the guys, for the listeners, obviously, gender today is going to be Spence versus Peterson. Uh, we're also going to kick in, kick into, um, obviously, some other fights on that card. You know, you had uh, East Junior versus Fortuna. Um, also, this weekend, we've got a big fight. So the World Boxing Series, uh, something that was started last year by the Sauerland brothers, seems to be gaining some good momentum. Um, if you look at the fights that are being uh, potential, that are coming up, um, I think we've got a big one in terms of Usyk versus Breedis. Um My eye's not a foregone conclusion, but yeah, we're going to delve into that. Um, no doubt talk about Linares, who's also defending his belt this weekend. Um, another boxing news, you know, good announcement, announcements. Billy Joe Saunders uh, returns uh, due to fight in Liverpool, I think, or maybe it's unannounced, but I believe it's maybe Liverpool, Manchester and London are the run-ins. Um, and he's returning against Martin Murray, so that should be an interesting one. Flanagan takes on Hooker, and today we get the announcement that Lee Selby takes on uh, Warrington for his belt. So, um, yeah, definitely an interesting line lineup. Um, and you know, for the next four months, good look of boxing. So, uh, yeah, Tom, lots to look forward to. They're the, all getting announced all of a sudden now, aren't they? Exactly. I mean, the thing is, I, I think the the basic way is competition. Um, I think you had, you, if you look at last week, Matchroom had their week terms of Parker and Teller Dillian White um, you know so that was you know the announcement of the uh, cruiser intercontinental cruiserweight coming with the the uh, Coley Chamberlain fight so I think they kind of took the headlines um, and you saw obviously Warren is kind of like returning um, and I think it's good because you've got MTK who are also in the mix with their announcement of signing Ohio Davis I'm not saying that's world class but what I'm saying is you know they're trying to build yeah, they're trying to build their stable. So, um, yeah, I think it's good, no? Yeah, definitely. And I think we're getting the Showtime ones this week as well. So, it's, all, it's a lot to look forward to after quite, you know, a month of quiet, yeah. quiet going on. Exactly, no no doubt. So, obviously, we had to return this weekend to open open the year in terms of, you know, t- uh, title fights. Um, Spence Jr. Uh, returned uh, to US uh, with his belt that he captured via Kel Brook. Um, it's down out in New York, Barclays Center. Um, I think before the f- before the fight, most people were seeing this as being a Spence victory. I did think it would be a stoppage, um, and I feel that you know it was more than justified. I mean, Tom, you seen the fight? What's your, what was your thoughts? Yeah, I thought the fight played out sort of as you'd expect it to. I think Peterson is a tricky fighter, so I think. Uh, if anything, Spence did well to get him out of there quickly. You know, if he did get him out of there quickly, he dominated him throughout the fight. He took a few, he did take quite a few punches, but obviously he wasn't too wary of Peterson's power. Mm. Uh, but I think compared to the performance with Kel Brook, I, I, you know, it's because it's, it's his homecoming to America. I'd say that there's now been such a hype after the fight because I think his performance against Brook was a lot more impressive actually than the performance on the weekend. What do you think about that? Yeah, um yeah, no, I agree I agree with you. Um I think his performance um 
Spencer's performances were are, are impressive. Um, I feel this one was also impressive in the sense that you know he took the fight to to Peterson. I think you know it's you know all respect for Peterson, but I think it's very it's very dishonest to say that he just took a beating. Um, there wasn't an angle, there wasn't a chink in Spencer's armor that you felt Peterson could exploit. Um, I know we spoke. The problem with Peterson is he's, you know, he's already 33. He's, very, he's been very inactive as well. So yep. I don't think it's, it's not like, obviously, Kelbrook had that big loss to Glovkin, but Kelbrook was a really good fighter at 147, made no mistake. I, I mean, people say that he wasn't. Kelbrook was a top level fighter at 147. Exactly. And it's not. And, 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 and I agree with you on that 147, just to interject quickly, is that is the, the weight also makes a big difference at this level in terms of calibre of fighters. So. Yeah, definitely. And, well, Peterson's so much smaller. Spence is massive at the way, isn't he? Yep. And and that's it. And who he spars with, I mean, it's a known fact. He's quite... He's, he's, he's with the Charlo brothers, so, you know, he's definitely getting... Yeah. You know, he's been putting himself out there. If we think back to all those years ago, he was sparring with Mayweather. You know, let's not be... We have to say that he's been learning. So, I've, I mean, to be honest, I felt that he's... In my opinion, like, I know there was a bit of hype and, you know, of course, on the social media, you got the split and he's beginning to get his real camp of fans. Um, but I would say for me, I think Errol uh, Spence is going to be one of the, the top fighters um, in that 147 division. Um, I really struggled to see Pete's, anybody that beats him. Um, so for me, it was a good Until performance. Fight, I mean, everyone, I mean... I'll, I'll be honest, even I said yeah. it last week. I mean, so let, I'll let you go, actually. Go go ahead, bro. Sorry. I think that when Crawford moves up, if he puts on a really dominant performance, not physically, but technically over Jeff Horn, I think that Peter did have some success on the inside. I think that Crawford's a master tactician, and I think that he could have a plan that would be able to beat Spence, even with a size disadvantage, because I think he's that skillful of a fighter. It's not, you know, it's by no means a short thing. I'd be very 50-50. See, and okay, so and what I would say is boxing IQ, I would say we haven't seen that yet because I don't think we've seen Spence in front of a guy um, that has made, that's required him. The thing is, so with the Spence one, I think you've got to remember, I think Spence fell into his game plan, you know, in terms of Spence, uh, and Brooke fell into Spence's game plan in the sense of Brooke tried to trade with him. And I think he Spence was stronger than him and smarter than him, and he was working that body. So even when you felt, in my opinion, Brook was doing well, which he was, I think the count countering that was Spencer's body work, which took its toll. Um, so he wasn't, in my mind, he wasn't yeah. pure negatives. Um, in terms of uh, Crawford, for me, I think to be a lesser skilled boxer than Crawford by a little, by a very minimal amount, I don't think there's any shy of that. So I think you need to have other areas that will see you through and I don't see but I, I personally I think it's 70-30 maybe 80-20 in Spence's favour really? yeah I think, I think it's probably like 55-45 in Crawford's favour yeah I have to say I think that Spence has got the size on him I think that I agree, but he's, but then it's also I I I, I don't I, is you wouldn't deny that, but and obviously I'm not saying Lomachenko would come up, but you know if Lomachenko was to face the caliber of Spence Junior, it's yeah. going to be too much for him. Do you see what I'm saying? So I do agree with everything. Yeah, yeah. in terms of the plaudits, but sure. at some point it's too sure much, and I think know. that's. Sorry, Karen. Maybe you know, but I mean, I thought, didn't Crawford face like Thurman and stuff in the amateurs? Um, Maybe, you know, I'm not. I'm pretty um, sure he did. So he's had experience with the sort of bigger guys before. Um, I have to be honest. I don't know, but it wouldn't surprise me because um, they're definitely all within the same circle, and these guys all, you know, they all spar each other. You think somebody hasn't sparred, and then you see a video, and you're like, wow, like this guy sparred years ago. Like you know, Theophane. I, yeah. I saw something random. Theophane sparred when he sparred Errol Spence Jr. This cat guy from London was in the Mayweather gym. And he was sparring people. So, like, yeah, you're more than likely... It's more than likely true. But I think, does that make a difference? 
I, I don't think so. Um, so for me, I think that will be an interesting fight if it gets made. What I do think is a bit unfair, and this is where I think we have to be careful, is everyone's calling for Crawford to fight the champions. I think we need to see how he does. We need to see him enter this division um, because there is a bit of a difference. For me, even if some someone like Jeff Horn is could cause Crawford problems because we've seen it a little bit um, that there's... You, you need to be very... Uh, you need to be a highly skilled fighter, but I think he could cause him problems. Um, so, yeah, so that would be interesting. But no, overall, Spence, I mean, in terms of performance, if you were to mark it out of five gloves, how many gloves would you give him? Uh, four, I think. Yeah, I would have said that as well. I would have said that as he well. He did take a few punches. It wasn't a perfect performance, but, you know, it's, it's a bit like with Joshua against Takam. He dominated the fight. It was never in any danger, but uh, it wasn't perfect. Yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 I would agree with that at four. So, um, so no, that's 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 a good look. Um, so obviously we've got this weekend. We've got Usyk, um, taking on Breedis. What's your thoughts on that fight? Uh, I'm really looking forward to that fight. I'll, I'll be slightly worried. I don't know if you remember watching the uh, Breedis Perez fight. Yeah, as you know. Yeah. Painful to watch. So, yeah. you know, so tiring. <laughs> it was mentally exhausting watching them hug so much. And I'd be slightly worried that Brady's will try and do that again with Usyk because I think that Usyk technically is so superior mm. that I think that he'll just try and box Brady's. I don't, I don't think, I think Brady's is very tough. And I don't think Usyk will knock, knock him out, actually. I think that uh, he'll win a comfortable points decision. Yeah. I mean, and I think that's one of the things, you know, I've. I, I, in terms of the performance, I agree with you. I don't, I don't see him even maybe even trying to go specifically for the knockout unless it really presents itself. Um, because I yeah. think one thing with Breedis, I don't think he's a highly skilled fighter. Um, you know, both of them are undefeated, um, uh, and there's hardly enough. They're both champions coming into this, so there's definitely a way to kind of sell this fight and you know make it sound like it's a huge European class, which I guess. You would argue it is, you know, representing Latvia and Ukraine. Yeah. Um, but for, yeah, but for me, it's the quality of opponents that is between them, which you know, it's hard to argue who's got the better CV. Number one, um, and I think Breedis has got a big right hand, which seems to do a job for him. But I don't know, you know, in this kind of fight, you, you need more than that. So I agree with you. I think the, yeah, the I think that Essex is you know, Essex had what almost half the fights of Breedis. Yeah, and he's already. I mean, the winner, I mean, I can't really see how someone beats him because I think he's so good at boxing from range and he's got good footwork that I think people find it hard to get to him. I mean, the the winner of the tournament comes from this fight, no? Mm, Yes, I guess you could say. I think Gassier, I think I do like Gassier. Uh, I remember watching the Gassier uh, Nebedev fight where uh, Nebedev, which was a great fight actually, and uh, Nebedev. He was hitting Cassio quite a lot. It was a really close fight, but he's a very powerful puncher, Cassio, you know, a pressure fighter. And, uh, you know, maybe maybe if he puts Usyk in a position he hasn't been in before, he can get through. I think that, in my eyes, I think Cassio will beat Dorsfoss, especially it's in Russia as well, I think. So, I think, yeah. Yeah, no, so that that's going to be interesting. So, this is, <clears throat> I'm going to open a line. I think I see Paul on the line. So, I'm going to go out three, four, eight. Three, four, eight. The floor is yours. Hello. How you doing, boys? How you doing? It's uh, Tom. How you doing, Tom? Okay, apologies, mate. How you doing? Uh, Tom Lyons, how you doing, mate? You alright? Yeah, good. Good, good. I'm going to keep it open, Tom, so you might as well just stay on the line. If you want to stay on the line, feel free. Um, I'll keep your line open. Um, What's on your mind? You heard us discussing a couple of fights. Spence Jr., what was your thoughts on that fight? Yeah, it was a great, um, great performance, wasn't it? Um, I mean, like I said in the uh, article I wrote uh, for the channel, um, just the way uh, Spence was so effective and so efficient with his um, shot selection um, was, yeah, it was good to it was good to watch, really, to be honest. Um, also, the fact that like, when Spence was touching. 
jab, he was able to sort of whip the left hand around and be so clinical with his shots, mm. which sort of broke uh, uh, Peterson's will and, uh, yeah, it was rightfully stopped, to be honest, because it wasn't looking too pretty to lay around. <laughs> I mean, just quickly, I want to ask you on that. You spoke about the jab. I mean, what I also found impressive was how he literally used his jab as... A, as a number one, obviously for defence, but in terms of a rod, he just kept it there, and Peterson really struggled to make the movement. And then when he just came in um, with, with with that big left, it was just yeah, he, P- Peterson couldn't do anything. He couldn't even get out of out of range at all. So I thought that was really well, interesting. It was, uh, it was a distance, it was a distance um, finder, wasn't it? With the jab, sort of gauging what um, uh, he had to do to close exactly. the distance, and then obviously land the left hand. Yeah. Round one, to be honest. yeah, exactly. From round one, I think very oh. early in round one, did you notice that? Yeah. Tom Kojo and I were disagreeing, you know, quite considerably over the over a potential Spence Crawford topic. Who would you favour in that? Um, at the moment, um, I don't know. It's hard to pick really because I mean, obviously Crawford's moving up to one four seven. It'll be his first fight if it happens. Um, at his first fight at one four seven, then I'd probably have to favour Spence just purely because of the uh, the size advantage. But in terms of skill, it's um it's hard to really separate the two because they're both well schooled and they're both very seasoned boxers. And um, the power for both of them is there as well, like we saw with um, Crawford yeah. and Dongo, and we've seen with Spence and um, Peterson on the weekend. It's hard to really um you know separate the two. They're both two class fighters and. I think it will come down to a case of the size will be a disadvantage for um, Crawford because it'll be his first fight. But once he matures maybe into 147 after a few fights, then it'll be a much closer fight and it'll be a yeah, 50-50 fight like we see on paper. Yeah, I think the thing is we won't actually see that fight for a long time because you know yeah. Spence is going to be put up against Thurman and even that could take two or three fights more. And if I'm being honest, yeah, I mean, so for me, what I will say is, well, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see it because I really think if Spence can unify, I don't think that fight happens before he he fights Thurman. I think that's definitely going to be on his uh, higher priority list. And if he does unify, if he is able to even unify, they say he fights Horn before Thurman. I think once he's got all the belts, I think he will go up to 154. Um, you know, because he's. I, clear- saw, I saw something the other day. It was um, just a few days, uh, a few days after the fight, saying about Spence wanting to move up to one sixty to fight Canelo if the opportunity presented itself. Yeah, so right. You see, yeah. I think Canelo, Canelo yeah. give him all sorts of trouble. Exactly, and 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 let's be honest. I mean, I think <clears throat> these guys say all types of stuff after the win. Didn't Ward say he wants to fight Joshua? So I think maybe it's either to bring a bit more attention to their name, or it's just the. The, the blows that they've taken recently recently hasn't making them think out straight. But, um, yeah, I think I heard something like that. But 154, I think, is more than realistic for him. So, yeah. yeah especially when he's been sparring the likes of Charlo. And, That's what I'm you know, saying. I'm sure he's been sparring the likes of Hurd and those uh, champions at I mean, 154. So, I'm definitely, um, it definitely looks like he'd uh, move up after he obviously does uh, his stuff at uh, 147. So. Yeah, and I think he doesn't get... Like, he is a skilled fighter. People forget, you know, he's an Olympian. He's a skilled fighter. So, for me, um, yeah, I, 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 if that fight happens, um, I think my, my money's with Spence. But um, what's your thoughts on, uh, obviously, the big one this weekend? Um, Usyk versus Breedis. Yeah, I suppose I have to uh, agree with Tom um, and the fact that he said uh, Breedis is, um, is tough. But, I mean, take, looking at the, uh, the fight with uh, Perez, it was just... Um, the only reason why I think Perez didn't get the success he could have got if he um, was more aware was the uh, the jab because he didn't throw any significant jab in the fight and it was just a case of trying to throw that big uh, shot and um, completely missing. But if he had used his jab, which he's going to separate uh, Perez from Usyk on the weekend because Usyk's such a good boxer that he'll be using the jab from the minute he starts. And I mean, looking at the... Um, the Boxing Super Series promo um, when they looked at each other's fights um, Usyk immediately was like he doesn't 
them for a jab, like praise them for a jab, which I think is on the weekend going to separate um, why uh, Perez had no success in the fight and why Usyk would be able to outbox uh, Brady. So. Yeah. Just imagine for a second Tony Bellew in the mix with Usyk and Brady. Oh, God. Couldn't imagine that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Usyk would um, beat him very convincingly. Yeah, I mean, you're both very, very true. That's very true. So today, also, let's let's talk about. Um, uh, so in fact, let's not talk about that. Let's talk about Billy Joe Saunders, guys, um, fighting Martin Murray. Um, announced last week. Um, did you expect that? Did you see that one coming? Uh, no, it caught me slightly off guard, actually. But I do think it's very good matchmaking, to be honest, isn't it? Because I think Murray got the reputation that he doesn't really bring any danger but he'll come and give it his all so it won't, he'll make it an exciting fight because it is a problem with Saunders fights occasionally that can be quite drab to watch mm. even though he's a brilliant boxer in the Lemieux fight you know Lemieux's constantly after him it's exciting you know it's like looking at the wizardry but that Monroe fight was you know I remember almost couldn't wake up for the Golovkin fight yeah I mean um, I think it's good. I think it's good matchmaking, and I think it's a uh, it's a uh, Saunders deserves a sort of easy fight now. Why take the risk when he's got such huge fight on the horizon? Yeah, and I mean to be honest, you said it for me. Um, good matchmaking. You said good matchmaking. I say definitely agree with that, and it's a good keep busy fight. Um, you look at the name Martin Murray. I think first of all we know, and this is not me slating uh, Saunders. I've said it before. I think he needs something he needs a carrot to be dangled in front of him he needs a fight that is going to make him be focused 90 to 100 percent um and he's not gonna uh want to do or take any chances against Murray so for me I think it's the right opponent better than probably bringing somebody that we don't really know in the division from from Europe um or overseas we know Martin Murray so what that does for um Billy Joe Saunders, it helps his fan base as well. His fan base get to see him because obviously they'll travel, and not just that, he builds a, a more of a of a of a fan British fan uh, base in terms of it's a name. You know, people can even look forward to the press conferences a little bit. You know, Billy Joe Saunders is a bit cheeky. What's his approach going to be like with Martin Murray? You see what I mean? So, and I don't when I say cheeky, I'm not saying it as a slight. Again, I'm saying it like, but yeah, he he knows how to say he makes digs against his opponents that kind of roused them. And, you know, he's, he's good at the mind game. So for me, I think it's a good fight. Um, the problem is, um, I just don't think... I'd, what happens afterwards? Because I don't know if he even gets near to Canelo or Golovkin, to be honest with you. Not straight away, he'll probably have to take another fight. And, he, you know, you, don't, you definitely don't want to be taking on Danny Jacobs if you're Billy Joe Saunders. Yeah. That is a bad move, and I... I mean, Jenkins was very impressive in that Golovkin fight, and it's hard for Saunders because he can't he can't tread water forever. But the opportunity will come eventually, so he's got to sort of it's good to tick over. You know, if he stays active, Marcin Murray's the right caliber of opponent as long as he doesn't go below that. I think he can escape criticism. Yeah, I mean, I that's you hit the nail on the head. You know, he, Jacobs. I think Jacobs would would be the good fight. That would be you know the fight that would garner a lot of respect um, because Billy Joe Saunders, in a way, we can see he has one style. Um, so it's down to how the opponent approaches him for us to see the best out of that style, you know, because um, you said the Monroe Joe was uh, junior fight was boring and it was because he didn't make an effort, whereas Lemieux was trying to, to make an effort. I think Jacobs, his pressing style, um, I'll be interested to see how, how, how Saunders fights him off because of the size size difference um but yeah i mean that that would be a really good fight to make in one you could actually probably argue that he should really take um if he wants if he wants to get the fight because if he if he beat jacobs again more convincingly than golovkin the fans are only going to be demanding one thing and i think the money the money then makes the saunders versus canelo or golovkin a lot more attractive i think that's what he needs to start working on is you know how much is he going to bring to the table Nope, that's what I mean. Mm, so that's I don't think I can't see them either of them taking on Saunders without having fought each other in the rematch first as well. So that's you know, that doesn't happen in May. It's, it's going to be tricky. Maybe Saunders.
wonder should go up to 168 for a fight, you know, but they were talking about that to Gale fight. If to Gale would win the rematch against Truax, that would be the perfect fight for Saunders. Yeah. That would be an interesting one. What was... What, what, and a big money fight as well. Yeah, that's a, that would be an interesting one. Uh, the girl, uh, the girl Saunders, who wins? I think Saunders, but he's you know Degale's got in his prime. Yeah. Um, he's going to be I mean, I, I I I will slightly disagree. Not that Billy Joe Saunders can't beat him. I think it can depend on how he returns to form. Um, what moves does he make? You know, if the girl maybe moves to a new trainer, um, comes back, fights Trab, is, is convincing in the performance, then, you know, I think it's, we've got to remember, it wasn't too long ago that they he, we, people were looking at him as a, a true champion uh, flying the British flag. So... Um, I, I think Saunders has got the smarts to beat him and I think with DeGale because he likes to keep his hands low in terms of his defence I think it will allow Saunders to to kind of pick him off because Saunders will be the smarter fighter in terms of pivoting being on the slip you know measuring his range um, I think for me DeGale his defence isn't great um, so it's whether he can just put, apply pressure onto Saunders and be successful um, that's where I would maybe see success for him um, so yeah no that's definitely an interesting one um, and Selby versus Warrington that got announced what's, what's your take on that fight um, well I think we've always agreed I think that Selby's a clear favourite in that fight but Selby the problem with Selby is he does seem to have on and off nights doesn't he because mm. sometimes he looks untouchable and sometimes he looks kind of poor I mean in his last fight does, does he beat Warrington come to beat Probably not, but maybe when he's got the better opponent that he's more wary of in front of him, they'll bring the best out of him. I hope so, because I'm a big fan of his. I think he's really exciting to watch, because he's great technically, but he also likes to get into a fight, so he's a perfect boxer to watch, and he's underappreciated. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with you in terms of his performance um, and and the way he, he fights. Um, I think this is a fight, I think he's going to be up for this. I, 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 I definitely get what you mean about how does he motivate himself? I think we do forget that he's had a few external things that can sometimes maybe play its part, especially one recently. Um, but what I would say is I think he'll be up for this fight and I think he knows this is a real opportunity um, to showcase his talent. Um, I, I think he beats Warrington. Um, where I see Warrington potentially having success is, you know, is only, is only via how, how Selby reacts to the pressure. Um, for me, this is clearly, yeah. That's 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 the only thing that he's got to kind of see him through to win the fight. So, um, you know, can that be in his favour? I'm not sure. Um, Selby is a, is is a clever fighter, but yeah, this this would be an interesting one. So, no, I definitely look forward to it. And it just goes to show, you know, as I was saying earlier, you know, in terms of if you look at what we've got to watch, and everyone says British, but I mean British is great, but boxing period from an international point of view. I mean, so much, so many fights. I mean, February's, you know, the Eubank Groves is good enough. Um, you know, don't forget anybody. Yeah, I, I can't wait for that one. That's um, what I mean. Exciting fight. That's made so far. I definitely, yeah, that, that is true. Um, but then you've got a Coley Chamberlain. And it's not on Sky or BT. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie, I'm going to be there for that one. So... <laughs> Yeah, that I, I, I have to do be fine when I get back. It's a quick um, YouTube job, <laughs> but um, in terms of you know, you look at what's coming on, kicking off March, Wilder Ortiz, um, White versus Brown. Um, you know, yeah, it's definitely looking like um, it's going to be a lot of big fights, uh, big fights that can get made. So yeah, in my mind, um, it's 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 a bright, bright future. Um, also, we saw on the card for Saunders versus Murray, um, uh, Flanagan. Um, he's taking his, making his debut, uh, moving up a division. I mean, how do you feel Flanagan sh- could rate his career to date? Uh, I think that, well, he's sort of, it's a bit of a non, it's a non-story that's sort of like, how is it the case? Because, what is he, England's longest reigning undefeated? 
countless world title fights in a row, yet no one's really heard of him. Like, he always comes across very nice in interviews, but he doesn't have a personality that sells, really. Mm. And his fighting style isn't doesn't really buy in the casual fan, so it's, it's obviously a problem to promote him and put him in a main event fight. And I think, you know, it shows that he has to go on the undercard of a Saunders, of a Saunders fight. I remember watching Hooker in, I think it was against Dallas Perez. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not sure if that'll hit P's four again since, but I remember watching that fight. I think it was on the undercard of one of the Ward Kovalev fights. And, I mean, Dallas Perez got robbed terribly in that fight. I thought Dallas Perez beat Hooker clearly. Mm. And, um... Perez obviously got beaten by Crawler, so I think that it's an easy win for Flanagan, especially on home soil. I think it's an easy win, but I don't think it's going to do much to elevate. You know, he'll just be back in the position he was really, yeah. and he's just sort of got out of a division where the big fights were and big fights where he'd probably have lost against the likes of Garcia and Ronaldo's. And that's the or thing. And that's why I just think I don't understand the move because I think I mean to be honest after Easter Junior's performance I think he's made a he made a big mistake not going after his belt at the very least um, but I don't see how you're a champion and you've left the division without really fighting champions and not fighting any more champions you know it's uh, so yeah they on paper yeah longest champion and undefeated and it definitely looks good and he is a good boxer but I can't really give him the same type of credit it's the wrong name to use but I don't see him in the same light as of, of in terms of a bit like a Joshua you know in terms of how he's gone on to you know take a belt win a belt and and defended it um and obviously we know that's a larger name but even overseas you know it's kind of like Crawford look that's what he's done he's tried to unify there's been no real attempt to unify uh his division so it's um yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to make of his career, to be fair. Um, but, you know, look forward to seeing him against Hooker. You did, you re-jog, re-jog my memory. I remember that robbery. Um, that was one of those shocking decisions. And I think that yeah, was the first. Though, yeah. watching that. You know, it was early in the morning. No one did it quickly when you just had the alarm to wake up. By then, I remember thinking, like, God, that's one of the worst I've seen. Yeah. I, I remember. Yeah, and I remember it all led into the controversy as well. So, yeah, no, I do remember that. So, for me... Um, yeah, it's gonna be. Um, I, I, I think you're right. He'll probably defeat him, but I don't know what he does at that division um, period. But you know, I've I've I, I read somewhere that you know they said he's only gone up because Crawford's left. Then it's hard to argue that, huh? It is hard to argue. I mean, it's a, he's left a division that where he had no fights left, other than a fight where he may lose to go into it with a gimme fight almost not a gimme fight that's you know that's need to say but yeah. by the, he's a much bigger favourite in than any other one he would have been in at the top level in mm. at one three five. Yeah. And then there's not really the big names out there at one forty. There you know, there's a lot of good fighters at one forty, but they're all still coming through. Like, you know, there's great fighters, you know, you've got Josh Taylor, there's the Regis Progre, you know, God knows how Mm. What's the right way to say that? But <laughs> there's a few good fighters coming through at 140. Yeah. But Flanagan's, the sad thing is Flanagan's probably not going to fight them because if he's not going to fight the big money fights at 135, he's not going to fight equally difficult fights for smaller money at 140. So it's, you know, it's, it kind of seems like he's just floating by, taking the easiest path, which, you know, it's our sport. You can see why you'd want to do it, but as a fan, it's disappointing and it's not going to win you any new supporters. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you on that. So, so listen, we've got caller on the line. I think it's Michael, Michelangelo. Hello. Oh, yes, Michelangelo. Hello, yeah, me again. How you doing, sir? You well? Thank you. Yeah, I'm a perfect cure for insomnia. Yeah, I think it was class personally. Um yeah. beating. Um yeah, that's the best way I would describe it, Tom. Yeah, impressive but not perfect, I'd say. Still work to be done in suspense is the elite fighter that he clearly can do. Mm. Yeah, I think that's he actually that's a very good point. He showed that the potential he he he's got the path to get there, so yeah. Yep. And also, that he shed four stone in, I think, two months. I mean, this 
Mm. You know what I mean? You know, this, this, this is the thing. It's not going to work with So for me, um, so far he's looked impressive. There's no doubt about it. Um, I've only seen probably what I've seen, apart from the highlights. Like I've only seen him when he was really on this uh, Jacobs card. Um, in, in in terms of great detail, um, for me he's got a good fight coming up. Um, Barrera, I think that's going to be a test for him. Um, sorry, not Jacobs, the one in Monte Carlo. You're right, but he, the, the the fight against Barrera is definitely going to be a good test for him. Um, he is strong. Um, powerful, showed quite a bit of, showing good technique, um, probably a bit more technique than Beer to Biv at the moment. Um, but yeah, the jury's still out for me at the moment because I just haven't seen him enough. I don't know what you think, Tom. Is it vacant or is it a defence? Lucas Brown is fighting. No, that's Dillian White. And Dillian no, White Dillian White. Dillian White is fighting for the Dillian, silver WBC. Povetkin, yeah, I've heard Povetkin is going to fight Price. Price. Yeah, but I don't think it's for any type of title. I mean, if that is, that would be shocking. Because... No, that is a WBA. No, that is a WBA. And can I just say one last thing? I read in the trade paper boxing news last week... Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, of course. I mean, I can take a quick 
right now. Uh, the IBF, uh, in for example, going back to 1987, Matthew Wilton, the middleweight champion of the world, as rated by the IBF, recognised by the IBF, he made uh, he beat Buster Jones for the championship fight of the year, KO Magazine 87. His first defence was a guy against a guy, no disrespect to him, Jack Ironman Callahan. Now Callahan uh, boxed huge, uh, largely on the uh, club fighter circuit, no disrespect to them, and he got a I think he got a ranking of number seven or something, and, and the best guy he ever beat was a guy called Schoolboy Jimmy Baker, who was you know another you know club fighter, an inept type of guy. Um, but um, Callahan, he was the Indiana State champion. That's all he ever got, and um, he got a, ch- a shot at Matthew Hilton, and um, well, uh, the fight didn't last too long, and that was obviously a black eye for the IBF. Uh, also, well, uh, I can't say too much, but there's been uh, <laughs> a lot of goings on, naughty things going on with ratings, mm-hmm. payoffs, and things like that. But I'm not, as I say, poking the finger, pointing the finger at anybody in particular. But uh, no, yeah, de- and definitely, we, definitely not Michael. We can't, we can't be pointing any fingers on raps on TV. Uh, we, we're not, we're not affiliated any with anybody for protection, mate. <laughs> I didn't say nothing. <laughs> I never said no names. That's what I like I to hear. No so, I could be talking about the WBC. I could be talking about the Mickey Mad. I could be talking about whatever title. Exactly. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, Michael. Thanks yeah. for your call. Um, unless you've got anything to add on the Usyk fight. Um, do you? The Usyk versus Predis. Any any comments on uh, that? No, nothing really. No, I mean, who do you, who do you guys think will win? Um, I think we're really good. I think both of us. So I say it sounds like we'll probably pick. We are picking Usyk. I don't think it will yeah. be um, like massively easy. I think it will probably go to points. Um, I think he will show that he's wary of um, Breedis' right hand. Um, but I think okay. that's all Breedis has really got. I don't see him really being able to close the distance, being able to slip. You know, as Tom's. Tom, so, so can I just add one last thing, please? Yep. Um, you guys, when um, Lomachenko, um, somebody said that he's, is he the only he's the only fighter to have fought for a world title when he's in his first pro fight, or was it third pro fight, rather. Well, Peter Radomacha, uh, the German heavyweight, um, he was a gold medalist in the Olympics. He boxed Floyd Patterson for the heavyweight championship of the world in his pro debut. And also, you had a guy called Seung Suik, Murang Suin, and he was a Thai fighter, uh, Better known for fighting Thomas Ernst and Don Cummins' half brother Bruce, but um, he, he he won his world title in Eastbourne Pro Fight. He was a WBC junior welter, and he, he reigned for quite a few years. Okay, so, thanks for that. Lomachenko's not alone. No problem. <laughs> All okay, right, so, cheers. Much, thank you very much, mate. Cheers. Take care. Week. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Take bye-bye. Care. Next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Cheers. So, cheers. So we're gonna move out to looks like Daniel nine eight five. How you doing, Daniel? Yeah. How are we doing? How are we doing, guys? Yeah, yeah, we're doing well, mate, yourself? Yeah, we're good. How are you? Yeah, I'm all good, thank you. All yeah. good. So, what's on your mind, mate? Uh, just want to big everyone up, big up everybody who calls into the show, and big up the whole Raps on TV team, really. So, just bigging everyone up, first and foremost. Um, yeah, great performance by Spence on the weekend. So, um, yeah, he's looking good, mate. He's looking good. He's yeah. looking good. Imp- impressed? Yeah. yeah, I'm impressed. Very impressed. Very impressed. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, impressed, mate. And your boy's fighting Murray. Mike Joseph, Billy yeah. Joe Saunders has announced to fight Murray. What's your thoughts on that? Well, first of all, I thought, uh, you know, he's taking an easy option. But thinking about it, you know what, Murray, Saunders has got to be on his toes and he's got to be thinking from now Basically, like he's got to be, he's got to cop on, and he's got to be up for it, or he'll lose. Mm. Simple. We know, we know what Murray's about. Yeah, we, he's not an elite fighter, but he, he brings everything into the ring, doesn't he? Yeah. And he leaves everything in there. So if he, if he, if Saunders is not on it, he'll go home without his belt. Simple. It's just, and, it's, and you can laugh, but it's as simple as that. Yeah. You know? It's as simple as that. Yeah, so, definitely. Um, I mean, yeah. you're right. He's got to be on it. Um, he's got to be focused um, and I think this Murray fight does that to be honest um, you know it's not just some guy that nobody's known you know there's going to be people put it this way there's going to be a lot of people in the arena that are going to be backing Murray and no matter what you know that 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 helps add a bit of spice to this fight um, I'm not saying it makes their ability go by 100% better but I'm just saying it adds more spice to the fight and it's a last chance to loom for Murray so yeah we'll see how that one plays out 
Cool, man. Right, so listen, man. Thanks for calling in. No worries. No problem, man. Yeah, we'll catch up, man. Fun. Cheers, man. Thanks. Yeah, have a great night, lad. Same to you, man. Bye-bye. Take it easy. Bye-bye. 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 Yeah, bye-bye. Yeah, bye-bye. Bye-bye. So we're going out to 269. 269. The floor is yours. Hello? Hi, guys. Hey, there. Yes. Is that Jason? Jason yes. Yeah. What's going on, bro? You cool? Uh, yeah, I'm good, thanks. Good, good. Just calling in to, um, yeah, basically talk about the Spence fight. I mean, it was a great fight. Yeah. You, so, you obviously, obviously, you watched it, right? I did, yeah. Watched it Sunday morning. Yeah, I uh, stay up. Um, well, I say Sunday morning around... Uh, Exactly, do the right thing. I agree with you. Um, yeah, the, it wasn't there wasn't the right amount of conviction in terms of him wanting to stay in. Um, yeah, he, he's. I mean, it was sad to see because even the coach didn't know what to do because he was just taking a beating. Um, and I guess he didn't want to see that in his fighter. But um, yeah, it's, it's just unfortunate he came up against a quality fighter. A fighter knows when I'm not going to lie, you, you, you think about who he's sparring with and he spars with some real hard hitters, so it's only natural that, you know, he's returning that in, in his fight. So, for me, I think that's good. That's good. Um, what do you think of uh, Billy Joe Saunders, his, his fight against Martin Murray? Billy Joe Saunders? Yeah. As in, um, in December? He, uh, yeah, he fought in December, but he's fighting again in yeah. April. style isn't it? it becomes a question of styles making fights um you know it's, it's not that he outpowers them but he he's seen he could potentially outsmart them um and it is doable we've seen it many many times you know we've seen it many many times so yeah no definitely look forward to that so listen thanks for calling in jason okay oh, sorry carry on yeah no that's great thanks guys see you for the good one all right cheers man thanks bro So yeah, Tom, what's what's on your mind? And I'm sure you got some. Yeah, there was there was a couple of things I wanted us to discuss, which was firstly, uh, there's been lots of sort of posts this week about Chisora turning down the fight with Joyce, but Joyce's third fight, so the one after the one that's coming up on that the Haymaker card in mm. February or is it early March? Yeah, February. Uh, yeah. And there was lots of conflicting opinions over that, which I found quite interesting. So Chisora's, you know. Joyce's poor. Joyce's got too much, and I think that's an easy win for Joyce. So I was wondering what you thought, Kojo. Um. So um. So sorry. It's an easy win for who? Chisora or Joy Joyce? Joyce. Say? I think that's an easy win for Joy Joyce coming against Chisora. Again, and, and for me, it's which Chisora ch- turns up. Um. I don't. You. I don't think I can say that because for me, with the 
Ian Lewison fight, I mean, we were there, and I know he was... Lewison wasn't necessarily giving him any trouble, but it was hard to give it a good score. I mean, you gave it a good score because Lewison was a decent opponent, but he didn't look good at all, really. I don't know if that's being too critical, but he... When you think of how Dillian White looked against Ian Lewison, you know, I think it says a lot that Joseph Kuma had more than confidence to try and go for Chisora in the third fight. I think that... I mean, but I mean, but you're saying even third fight, bro. I'm just thinking, isn't it his second fight, bro? Because he hasn't fought since. Who's he fought after Lewison? Because the Bellew card was cancelled. I mean, do you know what I'd say with the Chizora fight? I mean, you're right, and you're definitely true in what you're saying. If the team are confident, then there's a reason for that. I don't know whether it's the right risk to take. I think he's better off looking at a Tom Little, a Gorman, um, you know, a, one of those kind of guys, the English area champion kind of level, um, and, 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 and try and, and see how he fares against those guys before. Because you lose to Chisora, no one's going to say it was your second fight. They're just going to say you lost to Chisora. You know, and, and Joe Joyce isn't as young. He's not as young as Joshua. So... I don't but Joe Joyce has sparred almost all the top heavyweights in the world. You can't remember that. You know, he obviously there's mixed pains, but it, it would seem that he handled Domains to very easily in the lead up to when he was in Cantor Teonte Wilder, although yeah. that didn't turn out to be much of a compliment. But, but not even that, bro. Joe You've Joyce. got to remember with sparring, bro. Let me tell you that with sparring, like, it's just sparring. Like, it is just that. I mean, yeah. there's a video uh, you could see, and I mentioned it Theophane versus Spence Jr. Like, you, you people could watch that and say Theophane has a chance against him. Um, you know, yeah. you look at Deontay Wilder, who he's been sparring. He sparred Chamberlain. You know, Chamberlain sparred Joshua, colleagues. Yeah. So it's sparring. I, I get what you're trying to say, what you're but saying, I think that if we see that Joyce Chisora fight, I'll, I'll be very confident that Joyce will win. Yeah, confident. interesting one. I mean, I, I'll be honest. I'm intrigued by your confidence. I'm not gonna lie, because from what I saw of him. And the problem is, I've only seen him once. You see what I mean? And we were, you know, we were at the yeah. fight, and there wasn't anything that made me say, "Yeah." Well, he you can could... see a few of his fights from the WSB on YouTube. I mean, you can even see he yeah. fought. Yeah. Um, he fought you sick, yeah. Yeah. So I think that he's, you know, he's fought opponents that are well, you know, Usyk is, you know, Usyk's what probably only like being shorter than Chisora. Obviously, he's a lot lighter, but. Mm. Yeah, I mean, no, no doubt, but it's different with for Joyce. So for me, yeah, I, I don't see that being an easy victory at all, um, especially if it's the Chisora that turns up for White. Um, yeah, um, especially. But, yeah, you know, you, you, you look at Joyce, he's got the range on him, but, yeah. I don't know if that's the smartest move. I mean, it's definitely the ballsiest move, so I'll give them that. But I would say maybe your Nathan Gormans, your Littles, those yeah, marks. I think that's a, that, I thought that would be a really good lead for Joyce actually because I think I'd put him firmly in the spotlight because he's always a known name. But I feel like if he really wants to accelerate on straight away, that. But okay, so be honest. Look at if Joe Joyce was to fight Fury, Parker, Joshua, Wilder, Ortiz, who does he beat? But if you're saying he goes into the spotlight, that means those fights happen relatively soon, and yeah, those. Yeah. I mean, if we fought Dubois, if they put him in with Dubois tomorrow, who wins? Joyce wins purely on the experience, I think. I think Dubois is very untested. I think that that Joyce would win against Dubois, but, you know, in a few years' time, there's no telling how good Dubois could be. But I think, and that's the thing, but you can only... But you can only, you can't, that's the thing, I don't see how you could, I, I don't see that you've seen enough technical... 
brilliance at all from Joyce to even say that he could beat Daniel Dubois because I think what when du- you think that Dubois has very limited amateur experience that is true amateur, yeah, yeah. Junior, whereas I think you know, Joyce has been at the top level of the amateurs for years and years but we're talking pros we're to- I, I, I wouldn't even disagree with that but we are talking pros so for me um, you've got to look at yeah I'm sure Dubois faced guys that had better amateur experience than him and you know I think it's fair to say Joyce doesn't go instantly into the top 10 neither does Dubois so anything between 20, 10 and 20 you know I, 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 I think Dubois can beat them and I think that for me Dubois Joyce would be a very interesting fight um, that would be a very interesting fight um, so um, so yeah so again and so yeah so we'll see because even as much as the amateur experience has been great for me looking at Joyce again and it's the pro game now he's, there was an element of Bambi on ice up to him against the Lewison fight um, where I think yeah, if Dubois Right, so for, whereas for me, I think if Dubois was to face Lewison tomorrow, I think he takes him out in one round and meet and does it in decent fashion. Um, so yeah, it's, it's an interesting one, but yeah, Choice versus Chisora, it's not a bad fight, but I feel like you guys are very, very ballsy, and I respect that because that's what we want to see, right? That's what we want to see. So yeah, listen, um, they know what they're doing at that, in that Haymaker team, I think. You know, I think they know what they're doing, and yeah. I think that. They wouldn't make. They wouldn't even offer for that fight if they weren't confident of winning it. Yeah, no, good point. And uh, Frampton, uh, what's your thoughts on the Frampton Donaire fight? Uh, I I think it's a good fight. I think it's. I wouldn't. I, you know, you think logically that it's a, it should be a come to a win for Frampton, but after his last performance, I, I can't say I'm confident. You know. I think you're so true there in terms of, you know, you don't know what Donaire could be thinking here. There's a big opportunity for him, you know. Um, we know, yeah, he's fought in Vegas, but, you know, the, the the coming over to Ireland, it's going to be a big thing for him. So, yeah, you're right. It's what Frampton turns up. Um, you know, obviously now he's working with the MT guys, um, MTK team, from his coaching perspective. What 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 are we going to see from him as a fighter um, is what I want is what I want to see for about that because they've done that twice now where they've put on not necessarily I'm not saying great cards either of them but they've put on cards on the same night um, or like one night after the other but in like totally different locations but mm. what, I think this is the first time where it's been sort of quite high level cards yeah that's what I mean I think even though the Amicom fight probably won't be that high level of card but Amicom no, but it's a, the name like it's, it's enough yeah, yeah it's enough it's, everyone it's knows Amicom even if you're not into boxing everyone yeah. knows Amicom yeah, Probably not. that's it. And also, like, unfortunately, the whole celebrity jungle thing—they're definitely going to bring that into the PR in terms of mm-hmm. where uh, now. If you look at Amir Khan, you might laugh and say, uh, "But you know, he could be on Loose Women talking about his fight. He could be on Good Morning and Britain talking about his he'll fight." He'll be everywhere. I mean, he's—he's he's, you know—he's very good in front of the camera, Amir Khan, and he'll be everywhere. He'll be on all the breakfast shows. You—you you won't be able to stop hearing about Amir Khan. And, the sad thing is that the Carl Frangin card, which is a great card with great fights, is going to slightly be overshadowed by that. Yeah. Yeah. So, for me, um, 
yeah, that's going to be, it's, it's a problem. Hopefully we don't see a lot of that. Um, but there's definitely going to be a bit of beef between those guys throughout the years because, sorry, throughout the months because yeah, it's heating up. It's heating up it's and exciting. I don't care what anybody says, you know, in the past we've heard guys been going on with her and I respect her 100% for what he's done for British boxing. But let's not get it twisted in terms of Frank Warren isn't in the dirt that people make him out to be and he's stable. Um, has the potential to put on some very, very good fights, um, you know, in, in terms of the names that he's signing up with. So, you know, yeah, Hearn's got a great stable. And, and so is Warren. becoming very powerful as a management group and they seem to be working much more with Frank Warren than they are with Eddie Hearn, which yeah. is not working. That doesn't work in Eddie Hearn's favour. Obviously, they've got Tyson Fury now as well. They picked up Carl Phantom. They're getting big fighters. They're loved by the fighters that work with them. Yeah. And, you know, there's that time to think if Eddie Hearn didn't have Anthony Joshua, well, yeah, he is in, he is in a world of trouble. Yeah. Because Frank Warren's got the better, you know, Joshua is, you know, he's outside of the solar system compared to other British fighters on Precise. a level of marketability and fame. But then when you come down a level, it's, there's not much between them at all, really, is there? All yep. the Hearn's big names are actually on their way out. Yep. They use the Brooks. I don't think you know, there's all this talk, which is yeah, this was interesting. I wonder what you think about this. Which you know they keep saying how the book, the Brook and Khan fight, you know, it's, it's never been as big a chance now. I don't think Amir Khan's going to take that Kelbrook fight. Yeah, I I agree with you. I mean, for me, there's the weight class for a start. Where what, where is Amir Khan returning? Is he one four seven? Is he going to try his hand at one four five? I think he's at one four seven. I t- and that's where I think he needs to stay. Um, so therefore, you're talking. So you're talking about Brooke having to do more of a sacrifice to get to that weight to make the fight. Um, we already know that Khan will negotiate. I think the Khan will negotiate Brooke out of the fight in terms of percentage. Yeah, because Khan's got Khan. Khan can get a big fight in the UK or in America, but Brooke's really out of luck because he's had two big losses to high-level opponents, and that's going to be what he's known as exactly. outside. Of- where we know how good he is whereas Amir Khan you know if Amir Khan you know the rumours were the Adrian Brunner like, that was a big fight Amir Khan Adrian Brunner that could be in New York that could be in London that's a big fight do not think Amir Khan Pacquiao's not going to happen I just I wouldn't be surprised yeah I think it could happen I'd like to see it you know I don't mind Amir Khan getting a big fight but you know he's been chased the Pacquiao Mayweather fights his whole career never got him like you know I'm not going to begrudge a fight for getting a huge money fight like that yeah Exactly. I mean, I like the name it. you guys were talking about earlier as well, which I'm not saying is is with with Amir Khan. I think the Canelo fight clearly showed that you know he's prepared to take on risk. Even the Crawford fight, because Crawford necessarily might not knock him out; he just might outbox him. You see what I mean? So the risk in terms of getting hurt. I think Crawford would knock out Khan. He's not. I wouldn't say to in in the degree that I personally that I see Spence doing it. Or even like Jeff Horner no, I mean, or Thurman. I think both of them would knock out Khan, though, actually. Yeah, I, I, I do think that Khan's. Khan's. It's weird because with Khan, you know, he's taken a lot of losses. He's had a few controversial decisions as well. Mm. But his, his, he hasn't really lost reputation even before he went on his own celebrity. If he'd had come back and was announcing his return, everyone would still be tuning in, not to the same degree. But. Mm. So, um, yeah, no, I, I agree with that. So, listen, man, it's been good. Um, want to give yeah. a quick shout-out uh, to all the callers, everyone that's listening, downloading. Really appreciate that. Um, back next week to talk about that British beef clash between uh, Chamberlain and Akoli. Hopefully we get some good exclusives uh, down at the presses. Um, yeah, no, looking forward to that. And this weekend we've got Usyk versus Breeders, so looking forward to that. Also, Jorge Linares is returning. Not don't know much about his opponent. Seems to have a good a good pay pat, pat and record, but I think Linara is really probably to win that fight. Um, points decision. Um, and uh, yeah, guys, listen. Back as usual. A lot more to be discussing over the next few months. Tom, pleasure as always. Um, 
enjoyed having having your opinion on the show today and uh, enjoy your week, brother. Yeah, cheers, Cardo. Yeah, you too, man. I'll see you next week. See you next week, mate. Cheers. Bye.